This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jim Schaller. Welcome, good neighbors, to episode number 38 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, Estero. Today we have good neighbor Stephanie Pierce from the Gulf Shore Opera. Stephanie, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Yes, it's going to be nice to learn a little bit more about the opera today. So why don't we just get going and let's let's learn a little bit more about Gulf Shore Opera and what you guys do there. Sure. Well, we are uh, celebrating our 10th anniversary season right now. We just had a kickoff party and um, our first um, concerts of the season. And um, Gulf Shore Opera serves from Punta Gorda down to Marco Island, we three, three counties. And um, over two years ago, we moved our headquarters to Estero right off of uh, Corkscrew Road so we could be central to all three of the counties that we serve. Very nice, so, very nice. That's, that's exciting. It's a lot of growth going on, it seems like, right? Absolutely. We love it here. It's great. It's good. So how did you get started with the opera? Were you a singer? Oh, yes. Yes. I had a, um, I, I had an international career as a um, as an opera singer doing uh, leading lady roles, Tosca and La Traviata and um, a bunch of operas um, across the United States and mostly in Western Europe. And um, I was based out of New York for the most part. And then in 2000, um, when my parents fully retired to Bonita Springs and two of my brothers migrated down, I, I just decided uh, I had enough of living in New York City. So <laughs> I relocated down here and initially thought that I was gonna continue traveling, but ended up um, sort of regionalizing my singing career and through that, um, I gained a certain amount of notoriety in the in the community in Southwest Florida, and uh, people just kept saying to me, you know, we really need our own opera company here. And eventually, somebody, a couple of people said, you know, and we think you should start it. So um, I had no background whatsoever in business. I I bought the book uh, Nonprofits for Dummies, and. Um, <laughs> Talked to a few people that I was acquaintances with that had a sort of um, business experience that that could be good for helping to start a nonprofit performing arts organization and uh, started the first one in, in 2004. And then um, we went through a, a shuffle there with that and I... Uh, restarted Gulf Shore Opera in 2014 as a regionally based tri-county operation with kind of an expansion and a growth um, to that. Very exciting, very exciting. You've been truly visionary as far as developing this and bringing the arts to, to Southwest Florida, which is great. It, it, it's, it's great for me because um, the, the, the career as a performer, it's it's exciting and I'm really glad I got to do all that traveling, but it's, it's, it's lonely, you know, you're out there by yourself. And now I have, um, you know, I have family and, and a huge family through the organization. Um, we're a very friendly group and, and it, you know, so many of the people that become involved and um, support Gulf Shore Opera become like family. So um, it's, 
it's been very um, enriching for me personally. Plus I get to hire uh, young up and coming artists and pass along the trade that took me so long to um, become a master of. So, um, so it's, it's, it's a great place to be. I'm very happy to That's be where great. I am. And it is, you know, it is like you mentioned, a sense of community and bringing people together. It's just, mm -hmm. uh, it's just uh, amazing that we, we can do that through the arts, and and the more we can do that, the better the community becomes. Absolutely, better for everyone. So, so as far as the community goes, are there are there visions for? expanding or growth or or other opportunities well we're, we're kind of a slow and steady um we like i said we love we love our headquarters here in estero and um um it's it's my belief that gulf shore opera is not it's not our mission to raise 60 million dollars to build our own facility to perform in um, our mission is to bring the community together and, 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 and people from all different walks of our community, from at-risk children to, um, you know, to seniors with limited mobility. Um, so th that is our focus. But as aside from that, I've long had a vision of bringing several performing arts groups together to collaborate to get a facility built that um, is friendly to regionally produced um, performing arts and is available for those performing arts groups during high season when Artist Naples and Barbara Mann are not available. And um, that's a conversation that we've been having in Estero for well, since before COVID for at least four years now. And um, there's some exciting uh, energy behind that that, that involves uh, several different players and um, uh, not to compete with Artist Naples and Barbara Mann, but to be the the middle group that's half the yeah. size and right in between the two locations. Kind of complementary to it. So, like it's you said, complimentary, as, exactly. That's a good word for it. And as, and as Southwest Florida grows, the need, the need for more facilities like that is, is obvious. Absolutely. You know, we, we need more Absolutely. to bring more art. So. Are, are there are there any myths or maybe misconceptions about uh, the industry or what you guys are doing that, that maybe well, you know, it, it, it's funny that you say that. It's almost like you've read my manifesto. Um, I, I like to say that Gulf Shore Opera is destigmatizing opera because, yes, there is um, a sort of a fear factor there. I don't like opera because I've never been and nobody I know goes to the opera and it's for rich people and I don't speak foreign languages and, you know, all number of excuses. So um, we we have a, uh, a strategy. It's an, our annual program. We start with community concerts, fun and friendly community concerts. We did one yesterday at Lamb of God Church in Estero which was a benefit concert um, to raise um, uh, meals for the homeless for Thanksgiving. Um, but these, these concerts have a lot of feel-good music in it, a lot of music that you know. They are primarily sung in English with popular songs, songs from music theater, and then just a taste of, of some opera. And, and the, the, the performers all have classically trained voices, but they're very versatile. 
So we get people sort of warmed up and, and break the ice that <laughs> way. Um, and then we do a, what we call a chamber opera production, which is a touring show, and that's a comedy. And that comes to some smaller venues. We have to be really creative about where are we going to be doing that. But that, that happens in February. And this year that production will be the Elixir of Love. And um, in Lee County, that's going to play at um, the Parish Life Center at uh, St. Leo uh, Catholic Church. They're right on Bonita Beach Road at 41. Um, but it's, it's, it's just a silly comedy. And when we do a full-scale opera in a foreign language, we always have the surtitle screen. So you can read uh, the translation of what's happening at the same time. Um, and um, so I, through various events um, and the fact that we really are a friendly group and, and, and not at all snobby, uh, we do a, a lot of kind of dinner and a show type events and people get to know each other and really make friends um, through being involved. So uh, th these are all things that help to destigmatize the word right. opera. <laughs> that is great. And you're doing a, doing a great job. Thank now, you. We've all kind of endured some type of challenge along our journey. Has there been something that maybe specifically that uh, challenged you that's maybe put you in a spot today where you're better because of it? Um, I would have to say the experience I had with um, the first time that I started a nonprofit performing arts group um, was a huge learning curve for me. And it, um, it really enabled me to make changes right from the bylaws to the mission and the goals uh, stated in writing before bringing people onto the board of directors and before going out to the donors and saying, this is what we do and this is who we are. So it, it, it helped me to clarify um, what I believe in my heart are really the best, um, the best goals as a nonprofit and a charitable institution who also does this fine arts um, performance to um, bring it to the largest group of people. And, and we do have people who, who get involved, not because they're opera lovers or they love classical music, but because we do the Harmony Choir program for, uh, it's an after-school program for at-risk youth. And we have six chapters of that program now. Um, and and they, they get involved because they see that that kindness and that philanthropy and, and, and a way to to enrich the community and become an integral part of the community rather than just a high class entertainment. <laughs> exactly. And that's, and that's great because it is a community is everybody and, and what you're including right. and, and exposing everybody to that, which is which is wonderful. Are there, and it, I, and it, I, I, sorry, I just want to just a, a little bit more on the on the harmony choir. The um, the goal there, as much as you know, kids love to sing. The goal there is not to create beautiful little singers. The goal there is to assimilate um, marginalized kids and their families because when you teach them some songs and you ask them to get on stage and perform with um, the go divas or even in an opera and you invite their families to come then they 
they get a sense that they belong. And a lot of these kids, we go, we go to places where, you know, the parents don't speak English and they just feel like we shouldn't be there. We don't belong there. And, um, and we help them to, to realize that they're, you know, they're, they're an important part of this community. What makes it go? That is one. That is great. I love that. I love that. Is there, are there, is there something else that maybe our listeners don't know about the opera that they, they should know? Well, um, you can check us out at golfshoreopera.org. And um, I mean, there's really something for everybody. And if you're looking for a way to, to meet some really nice people and, and get involved, um, you can do volunteer work. You know, we always love um, to, uh, to have the donations as a nonprofit um, to help us grow and achieve our goals of enriching the community. But um, there's lots of things that you can do to get involved, like the chorus. Um, we're going to be doing Turando, which is the biggest opera I've ever produced in 20 years of uh, producing in the, in the, in the area. Um, and that will be in April. And uh, we are um, recruiting a chorus of up to 50 people for that. So, um, uh, you know, we're kind of looking all around and uh, there's even a children's chorus involved. So if you wow. have a kid that likes to sing, it's uh, it's a it's it's a it's a an experience that they will remember for the rest of their lives to be on that stage with 100 people in a great big theater and a and a and a big orchestra um, standing next to these world class opera singers. So that is great. That the is more great. the merrier. Yes, it sounds like you've got a lot of good events lined up. Yeah, uh, Stephanie, it's been wonderful getting to know you today, and I, I look forward to coming out and checking out the opera myself. Thank you so much for the invitation. Really appreciate it. Thank you. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Estero. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpastero.com. That's gnpastero.com. Or call 239-296-2621.